Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Friday, November 17th, 2023. A 29 Palms man was arrested on suspicion of attempting to murder his wife with a belt. Yesterday morning at 5.15 a.m., county sheriff's deputies report that they responded to an assault in the 6500 block of Mariposa Avenue in 29 Palms. After speaking with the victim, deputies identified the suspect as her husband, Michael Champagne, a 33-year-old resident of 29 Palms. Deputies report that Champagne assaulted the victim, strangling her with a belt until she was unconscious. Michael Champagne was located and arrested on suspicion of attempted murder and booked into the Morongo Basin Jail on $1 million bail. A convicted felon in 29 Palms was arrested for investigation into possession of firearms and meth for sale. On Wednesday, county sheriff's deputies served a search warrant at a residence in the 74,700 block of Diamond Bar Road in 29 Palms, Deputies report finding 90 grams of methamphetamine, two shotguns, and one handgun at the house and say they were in the possession of Robert Kraft, a 38-year-old resident of 29 Palms. Kraft is a convicted felon and forbidden from possessing weapons. Robert Kraft was arrested for investigation into being a felon in possession of a firearm and possession of narcotics for sale. He was booked into the Morongo Basin Jail on $200,000 bail. Last night... The San Bernardino County Land Use Services Department held a virtual meeting to inform the public of the findings from a comprehensive study of the impact of short-term rentals on the housing market before the results are presented to the San Bernardino County Board of Supervisors in late December. Reporter Hillary Sloan will give an overview of the meeting and the findings. Colin Drucker with PlaceWorks and Heidi Duran, Planning Director for San Bernardino County, were lead presenters for the San Bernardino County virtual meeting. The objective of the comprehensive study, starting in 2020, was to answer residents' concerns about long-term housing availability and the impact caused by short-term rentals. The study reviewed an exhaustive list of data sources, including direct communication with property managers, schools, and service providers. The conclusion was the study did not find evidence of substantial or widespread patterns that short-term rental activity was affecting rental and housing prices. Instead, the increase in rents and housing costs was due to more significant economic trends amplified by the pandemic and a pre-existing shortage of housing construction. The pandemic also increased opportunities for remote work and expanded the housing market for working households into areas with little ability to build new houses quickly. Another major factor was changes in state laws that made it challenging for owners to rent long-term. Input from residents indicated a concern about short-term rentals in residential neighborhoods, how well they are managed, and concerns about fees and taxes and why the money collected goes into the general fund rather than into the communities affected. For more information on this meeting, see this story at Z1077FM.com. For Z1077, this is reporter Hillary Sloan. The Mojave National Preserve is continuing to recover from storms and fires this year, and they've closed a few more areas for renovations, 
Public Lands Protector Robert Hayden is here with a closure you should know before heading into the preserve. Beginning on Tuesday, the National Park Service has closed the public restrooms and parking area at the Kelso Depot. They say that the current facilities have frequent issues that force emergency closures and repairs can take weeks as parts for the current facilities are limited. You'll want to plan for alternate bathrooms either before or after entering the preserve. The nearest restroom facility is located at the Kelso Dunes Trailhead, approximately 12 miles south of the Kelso Depot. Other alternative locations outside the preserve are include Baker, California and Prim, Nevada. The renovation is expected to be complete by mid-January of next year. Status of this and other facilities will be updated on their website. We'll have a link on ours, Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. The Joshua Tree VFW 7264 is hosting their Amore Spaghetti Dinner tonight. Every third Friday of the month, the VFW serves up a delicious meal of spaghetti and meat sauce, garlic toast, Caesar salad, and a wine option. The dinner costs $12 or $15 with the wine option and runs from 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. at the VFW Hall, located at 6402 Veterans Way in Joshua Tree. During last Friday's Up Close show, host Gary Dineau interviewed Yucca Valley Mayor Rick Dennison and Town Manager Curtis Yakimo. The subject of the state's mandatory medicinal marijuana delivery services came up. Reporter Hillary Sloan rejoins us with an overview of that conversation. Different licenses clarify regulations for marijuana in California. Each license type deals with an aspect of marijuana purchase and sales, like a license for a retail storefront or a license for delivery operations, cultivation, and industrial use. All licenses are prohibited in the town of Yucca Valley since the legalization of marijuana, both for medicinal and recreational use. That is about to change. As the state has begun to advance its goal to public access to marijuana, Yucca Valley must change its regulations to allow a delivery building in town. Still, it's not open to the public and it's not a storefront. Town manager Curtis Yakimo said, We know that deliveries happen, most of them right now probably coming from Desert Hot Springs. They happen, that's not prohibited. You know, at some point it may make sense for the town to survey our residents to know, hey, what's important to you? For now, there is still a prohibition on marijuana because voters said they were not interested twice. But times change. The council always wants to hear from the public on where they are on any given issue, including marijuana. Listen to the November 11th Up Close show on Z1077FM.com to hear more on this issue. For Z1077, this is reporter Hillary Sloan. Blood supplies are low in the Morongo Basin, and Livestream will be holding a blood drive tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Vaughn's in Yucca Valley, located at 57590-29 Palms Highway. Healthy individuals at least 15 years of age may donate blood. Donors receive a free mini-physical. Please set an appointment by calling Livestream at 1-800-879-4484 or visiting lstream.org. The Lady Trojans soccer team unfortunately lost their second preseason game 2-0 to the Cougars at the Cobalt Institute of Math and Science in Victorville on Thursday. The girls had some great attempts but came up short in the end. The Yucca Valley High School Girls Soccer Booster Club are having a car wash to raise money for new uniforms tomorrow morning. The car wash will be held at the Cherry Miller and Associates parking lot located at 558529 Palms Highway in Yucca Valley. The girls will be washing cars for a $15 suggested donation tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
Playing their third game in three nights, the Yucca Valley High School Lady Trojan basketball team scored a 61-23 win over Ayala High School from Chino in a third-round game at the Riverside Poly High School Tournament. With the victory, the Yucca girls finished pool play with a 3-0 record and advanced to today's championship game against Division 2AA Roosevelt High School from Eastvale. Senior Cadence Tarrant powered her way to a game-high 25 points, while junior Taylor Monroy knocked down 13 points despite being in foul trouble most of the game. Junior Cece Gilmore continued a solid tournament, scoring 9 points, and freshman Nevaeh Backlig provided a spark off the bench, hitting two 3-point baskets for 6 points. Sophomores Tegan Moon and Lyric Thompson both chipped in 4 points each for the now 3-0 squad. Friday night's championship game at North High School in Riverside tips off at 7.45 p.m. And finally, the Yucca Valley High School Trojans football team continues their season into the CIF Southern Section semifinals tonight as they take on the Santa Fe Chiefs from Santa Fe Springs at another home game at 7 p.m. Come out and support the team at Yucca Valley High School. If they beat the Chiefs, they'll move on to the CIF Division Finals to be played after Thanksgiving. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.